Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast. New year, new us edition. Hello, hello. It's been a while, but we're very happy to be back. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me is my bestest best friend in the entire world. Uh, that is the man with the yellow, the pink headset, Chabox. How are you doing, man? Hello. I'm uh, happy we're back. It's been a while. Hello? Yeah, it oh, has okay. been a while. And uh, for those who have not uh, viewed us before for the first time coming into our channel, welcome. Thank you very much for the view. Um and uh, this is the Plus 63 HP stable of podcasts where we have on Mondays and Tuesdays a review show where we either have a movie or a series of the week that we'd like to discuss, provide a little bit of our opinion and our rating so you can know whether you should spend your hard-earned time and resources and watching it with your friends and family. On Wednesdays, we drop our very, very first and still ongoing D&D campaign. We recorded for posterity. We put it on our channel and we invite you guys to join in the adventure with us. On Thursdays, we have a curated list of trailers, videos, snippets, clips that we watch together as a friend group. We react to it, see how hyped we are for upcoming content. And on Fridays, um, because Chubax and our other bestest best friend, RJ, uh, does not get enough of D&D in the week, they also spun off their own um, yes, sir. Uh, gameplay their own campaign where they play as bad guys, and those drop most Fridays as well. This week, we are very, very, to ha- we're very, very happy to come back and discuss with you guys a couple of series that Trubox and I were able to watch together, together during my vacation in the Philippines. So we actually sat through. The entire season of this particular series together. So we were able to look at each other's reactions and thoughts. And then we were able to give our pre-opinions in real time. And uh, without further ado, uh, the series that we are going to be discussing in this particular episode is Netflix's Kaleidoscope. So it dropped in January 1st uh, and it has... Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight episodes, and a couple of of uh, teaser, um, like instruction videos that describes to you kind of like the the unique selling point of this series. Uh, we'll get to that in shortly, but it is a series created by Eric Garcia. Uh, his claim to fame was the movie Matchstick Men with um our beloved Nicolas Cage, but Nicolas he also Cage. was the the producer for um, uh, one of the movies that we actually had in our assignments, Autopsy of uh, of Jane Doe. This was something like we saw a couple of years ago. Very, very uh, decently made horror movie with the guy from Into the Wild, which I forget his name. Um, it stars uh, one of our favorites, uh, of bad bad guys again, Carl Esposito of of Breaking Bad fame of of Mandalorian Mandalorian fame. fame. Um, this is not so much of a departure from his kind of like regular role because he's still somewhat of a bad guy, but at least in the series, he's the, a protagonist instead of an antagonist. Uh, we also have Rufus Sewell, Paz Vega, which is has been a decades-long crush. She's still looking really, really good. Uh, Rosa, Rosaline Elbe, 
Jai Courtney, uh, Captain Boomerang Jai himself, Courtney. Kathy Gabrielle, and Peter Mark Kendall. Uh, all right, eight episodes. Each episode is anywhere between 34 to 56 minutes long. And the main unique selling point of this series is that all eight episodes can be watched in any order. I will refute that in while we would do our our reactions later. Um, but the the primer, the first video in the Netflix queue, the introduction called Episode Black, is the one that explains the concept. So, so, um, so here's the thing, though. I might I must admit before we go to the synopsis, I don't think it was very very clear in Episode Black, but reading through the wiki. It says that the introduction black explains the concept while episode white is intended always to be the series finale. That wasn't in the in the in the primer. Because the reason why we have, you know, we'll discuss later is that we kind of saw white in the middle somewhere. So um, um before we go through the synopsis and the plot details, non-spoilery review, Chabox, what do you think about the kaleidoscope as a series as a whole? Uh, it was fun. I liked it, and I wouldn't mind another season or another style like this. Yeah, but it wasn't great. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, there was there was a lot to like, but a lot to improve upon if they're gonna continue with something another another version of this or another thing like this. Yeah, we. Yeah, and, and yeah, I think I was very vocal with my opinion when we were watching it. The main hook, I think, was fairly false, right? It, there's clearly a way to watch the series. Um, I was under the idea that, you know, each episode will have some portions of the entire season, right? So if you tell me that, you know, you can watch the episode in every season, uh, but you can technically do that in every, you know, in every series. You can watch it in every, um, um, in any order, and then you can piece together the information. But you know, I thought that every episode will have some portion of the planning, some portion of the heist, some portion of the after, right? But that mm-hmm. wasn't the case. Uh, there's a lot of hints, like a lot of callbacks. That was fun. Like I know we were enjoyed. Like oh, that's the reason why he likes this or she likes that or that's the reason why that they're doing this because in this episode he mentioned whatever there's a lot of that which is pretty cool but like i was i was telling you we saw an episode not in intended where it was supposed to be and kind of not necessarily ruined but it it kind of made the episodes that we saw after that kind of boot because like we knew what was the end or be all of everything but aside from that you know i think i like the attempt i think uh giancarlo espicito is pretty amazing damn amazing like he's a really good actor uh really enjoyed the daughter uh um and mm-hmm. of course paz vega yeah, uh, the cop, of the course FBI a couple of annoying annoying yeah the fbi yeah, girl yeah, yeah, really yeah there's annoying. a lot of annoying characters uh i didn't like um uh, what the fuck? What was his name? Uh, Giancarlo cellmate Rufus. Oh no, no, not not Rufus. Um, uh, the, the... uh, Peter Loomis, right? Stan Loomis. Stan, um, so his Stan. name is Peter Mark Kendall in real life, but Stan Loomis. Stan. Um, yeah, half the time it was dope. 
other half is super annoying. But yeah, those are like my non-spoilery reviews. Should I watch this again? It's one of those things that I, you know, I think we would have watched anyway just to see if they could land it. Mm-hmm. So much like you, I hope that um, uh, when they do a second version of some form of kaleidoscope again, it'll be truly something where you can watch it in any order with no intent, no with, with no you know, uh, context whatsoever, and it'd still be fine. So with that, hit us with the uh, quick uh, plot, and okay. we can discuss a little bit further. Let me see. I'm going to be using Wiki because I don't even remember the names. Okay, so we start with... Uh, I'll just go really fast. Episode Yellow. Uh, so this is the one where... Uh, so this one focuses on Han- Hannah, the daughter, and mm-hmm. uh, she was left behind by Ray when she when he went to prison. Grew up with a foster family, a Korean foster family, and uh, ends up working for um, Vernon's uh, best friend turned rival, um, Roger Salas, and. You get she's pregnant. Uh, so hard to discuss this so fast. And we meet all <laughs> the other characters also, like Stan, Judy, Bob, where the, uh, and then at the end of the episode, it just says that Hannah's in on the in on the on the heist. And then, but this one was also good. This was this one was nice that we didn't see this first because. We, we didn't know that uh, Hannah was going to be in on the ice, but then we realized later that she's the one. So the stuff like that makes it... Exactly. Cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this is one of the few times when we saw this where we saw episode yellow a little bit um, Near like, the end. towards the end uh, of our, our, our watch through because we were watching it randomly. And the first few episodes when they were planning the heists and getting all of these like clearance within this impenetrable vault that they were supposed to get in we always knew that there was going to be an inside man and we had different guesses and then of course the you know the in the end we figured out that it was hannah and if if we did see this episode at the start then yeah it would have lost a little bit of mystery but yeah this is a good one of the one of the good parts of you know not watching it in order so yellow is uh, six weeks before the heist then we get the green which is seven years before the heist um and this so this is focusing on ray or vernon is it vernon yeah ray vernon focusing on his prison escape because he was diagnosed with parkinson's disease and so he escapes and this is where uh he he tries to um enact his plan because he sees that uh hannah's working for roger and that he's successful, so this is when he he starts planning. And then we go to episode blue, which is five days before the heist. This is where we break down the heist, like uh, seven steps, which were really weird. This is where it kind of falls apart for me. Like uh, the breakdown of the, f- it, it wasn't as smart as other heist shows, you know, like. 
he didn't even break down the seven steps to clear why is it seven steps there were like some steps were like there were multiple steps in it so it's like it was just weird uh so this is where we meet the triplets about uh, how they have stolen stolen or like dirty bonds and they're gonna use roger's vault to safe keep it and then uh roger also get this is more on roger also this this episode this uh about how he's trying to keep his old life as a thief hidden and uh handling some blackmails and stuff then we go to episode so orange. this is nice too because i know we were we're talking about like why these bonds were so important so mm-hmm. not only was you know the bond itself is untraceable always be you know it can always be liquidated by whomever so it's super valuable in that case like even if it was a uh, dirty bonds nobody would really care mm-hmm. or like nobody could like prove it because it's technically you know something that um can be liquidated at other point but you know being provided details on where it come from like the the triplets it was pretty mm-hmm. cool we go to episode blue which is five days before the high oh no sorry episode orange three weeks before the heist so this is more on the fbi this is the fbi episode of nazan where she was an addict and um uh She's meeting. The, she starts getting on Eva uh, Mercer, played by Paz Vega, and in the end, she uses Eva's uh, uh, mother figure or na- uh, slash nanny <laughs> na- nanny hostage uh, from uh, deporting her to get her as a mole. And then, episode Violet, twenty four years before the heist. So this is when. This is basically the origin story where Roger, Salas, and Ray are best friends. Uh, they're like petty thieves. Are are they petty? It's like they they target rich house. Yeah, rich running houses. a running rackets together. Yeah, but in the end, uh, they run a ra- racket. Or uh, uh, Ray's wife's previous work, and uh, an accident happens, and uh, as a distraction, Graham uses fi- uh, to uh, sets the place on fire, but uh, Ray's wife is injured and uh, eventually dies. And Roger could have tried to save her, but we don't know if he would have saved her. So that's mostly where Ray's anger comes from. And then we go to episode red. I think this was our first episode. Um, this is the uh, after the heist. So I think we started with a good one. I think episode red was good to start. It was like a lot of mysteries mm-hmm. and questions. So this is where there's a lot of um, finger pointing, blame, because the heist went bad. They couldn't find the bonds. Uh, a lot of moving by the FBI and Roger Salas trying to recover it as well. And then they also found out that the FBI open, gets a warrant and opens the safe of Roger and finds something and gets him in trouble. Uh, next is episode Pink, six months after the heist. So this is more like the aftermath. And it was very depressing. 
<laughs> a lot of characters die. Uh, not a lot, but some. And we see the aftermath of the heist. Nobody knows where the the bonds are. Um, bonds went. Yeah, some part of the characters die. Uh, and uh, Rogers in prison. Uh, Bob. Bob dies. Uh, Ava dies. Her nanny dies. Quote unquote Ray, dies. <laughs> Ray, I think, dies. Uh, Lu, uh, Stan and the other girl, Lily. Is it Stan, Judy, Ava, Stan, Judy. Stan and Judy are don't um don't die, but I think Judy leaves him right with the money. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nobody really is happy except for Hannah, who is shown to be rich. So we assumed at the start that she stole the money. And then some other, these are the little things that work. Like we think, since we saw this before some of the other episodes, we thought that Hannah was the one that stole the money for herself. Mm-hmm. Which turned out that she did steal the money, but it wasn't for herself. So it, 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 it was some, too... nice, some nice stuff. The episode white. Kind of to protect. Yeah. The white is the yeah, heist. Protect. Yeah. So we just here, we, we have a lot of, this is where everything goes down. Uh, Bob betrays them, but killed by. And we got a lot of switcheroos with uh, Hannah stealing the bonds. But um, in the end, she stole it. She was working with the triplets. So she knew that if. She let her father steal all the money. The triplets would have gone with after him and everybody with the wrecking ball. So she worked mm-hmm. with the triplets, uh, making it appear that these uh, the the crew stole it, but gave it them back so that they would get the money back and insurance to pay out. So win win for the triplets, and Hannah's able to get out with I assume with a big percent uh with a small big percentage day. like a big payday so that's the end of the episode of the series so we got eight episodes i just some of them my complaints like i wish there was a shuffle mode you know mm-hmm. they, didn't, they didn't make us pick yep. the episodes and just because just because of the picking the episodes you'd see some of the synopsis as well that would spoil yeah, a lot. Yeah, sure. Um, so I wish there was a shuffle mode. Uh, number two, it wasn't as smart as some of the best heist, heist ones we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little messy. Like, uh, uh, I liked uh, Giancarlo Esposito's character, but he wasn't very smart. So he, he like, mm-hmm. there were a lot of holes, which I think they were going for also, but I mean, with this gimmick, it would have worked more if it was one happy ending, and if the heist was really smart, smartly done. So there were just a lot of not so smart, not so cool, uh, like prob- solutions to the problems of attacking attacking the safe, and. Yeah, so those are the things that brought it down. But the cast was good. Uh, 
finding the tidbits, you know, the mysteries and solving them randomly in different episodes was nice. Uh, I just really bummed out that the ending sucked. Mostly for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's... um. Yeah, yeah. We, when we, we were watching it like an also a week after we've seen it now, I've had a little bit of time to reflect on it. There were elements that were great, like the characters themselves were, you know, apart from Jai Courtney, that is the usual one-sided meathead aggression problems, and yeah, there's like some form of redemption arc towards the end where comedically he listened to a bunch of podcasts to make himself better <laughs> to deserve his wife that left him. That's cool. Um, you know, I love the 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 depth of Ray. You know, he was doing this uh, revenge plot because of something, and it was actually heartbreaking what had happened. Uh, you know, why he was trying to take revenge on um, what's his name, uh, the main the main bad guy. Salas, I keep forgetting Roger Salas. Yeah, Roger Salas. Um, uh, those were like awesome hints. The relationship between Paz Vega and Ray was 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 dope. How it developed how Paz Vega was very understanding, even like the the backstories of each and every single person within the heist crew was nicely developed. But in the end, yeah, you're right. The heist, heist, heist itself was not nowhere near Ocean's 11, Ocean's 13 kind, where it kind of makes sense and it's kind of believable that they will be able to do it. A lot of it was, oh, there was a storm and there were, were used using bombs and we will drill through stuff and there was a code that we got so it's like a lot of happenstantial things that 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 you need to just kind of roll with it when we thought that that was going to be kind of the main draw of the entire series uh you know again it's a bonus that the characters themselves was really good um and the other thing that kind of made me iffy about the series itself like you know uh, uh, Roger Salas, this big bad of the series, was set up to be like this extremely self-made gajillionaire and whatever, whatever. He was the one that his built this uncrackable safe that was easily cracked, no problem at all. You know the, you know I know that extras are expensive, but they couldn't even spring for additional twenty-four security guards for the vault, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, but like him having such a horde past and becoming one of the most revered uh um safe uh or financiers it's kind of like a total total stretch right like and he did that you'll figure out in the season that he did that all by himself or like mostly legitimately too like you know it's you know he you know maybe this this certain event that had happened with with ray and roger salas behind became his turning point to go legit and now he's like a, a titan of the industry which it's a little bit too far-fetched for me a lot of circumstantial stuff um but again the 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 thing that was really interesting about this is uh the dynamics among for me the major characters ray daughter ray Paz vega which is ava mercer um even the dynamics between why the FBI is following Ava Mercer a lot. You know, like, oh, that's why this one FBI agent is obsessed about this mm. one thief because of what had happened to her. And, you know, the reasons, you know, the, the repercussions of that was, you'd understand, like, if I'm an FBI officer and I got swindled into 
you know, having my addiction blown up and caused me to lose my child, I will also be fucking obsessed with that person. So a lot of things make sense. It's just I'd not think I don't think it was like tightly wound together. But in the end, we got through it. Um, I think uh uh you know to to end the discussion, I wish now I'm looking at it. Uh, when the wiki saying that you should always end it by episode white, that would have helped a lot, right? It would have been a bummer of an ending, right? But it would have helped a lot because we saw episode white quite in the middle, kind of you know knowing what happens with in the end is just or or happening to the characters at the total end, kind of just makes your experience different with everything that they do during. So, um, maybe even if it is. I wish it was clear in the primer saying like always start with episode black, always end with episode white, and then you'll have a more happier time. But that's the only I think that's the only thing that could have like made everything a lot better. But with that, final thoughts and your rating box with Kaleidoscope. I will go to six with this one. Six is good levels of good. So I, re- I enjoyed it. It was a good time to hang. It just, yeah. And the wigs, I forgot to mention. The wigs were bad. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Especially I for forgot. Giancarlo the Esposito. Wigs. Oh, my God. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? I I, I was uh I was gonna go with a five, but you didn't mention it. it was like a I was watching it with you, so that was a fun okay. thing where we could have yes. both where we're like what, what? So that was fun. So that little that that in itself would be a plus one. Again, it's still good. It's not like a horrible heist movie. It's just that the way that they set it up with the trailers with the um you know the Tudum Day. Right, mm-hmm. showcasing this as one of those unique experiences in streaming services. That was a little overblown. It was a little overblown. So if if we didn't expect that much, I, I, I would have had like a stronger six, possibly a seven, because the actors were good. But overall, hey, yeah, you know, if you wanted to do something where, yeah, you kind of can move the episodes around and you like a heist story with a lot of heart, uh, you know, this might be good for you, but you know I'm not gonna go rewatch this again with other friends. Final thoughts, bud? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely down for more, but uh, yeah, they could have handled, they could have done this more smart, uh, smarter. But yeah, that's it for me. That's it for us as well. So thank you very much for watching this review reaction episode of a kaleidoscope from netflix uh, tell us what you think in the comments you can go to our channel youtube.com slash plus six three hp we always love hearing from you guys if you want to interact with us with all of our social channels we are on facebook instagram and twitter and our handle is at plus six three hp if you don't want to watch our handsome faces you just want to listen to us while you're uh doing your chores or working we are on all of your major podcasting apps just search plus six three hp on behalf of my bestest best friend box i am jong thank you very much and we'll see you in the next episode bye, bye.